can check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. Episode 78 of The Menovation. We are coming in warm from our our whiskey. Loose. (laughs) (laughs) We're coming in limber. All right. Uh, Episode 77 was with my friends here. Uh, We had a joint experience at a men's conference. We led some teams. Go back and listen to episode 77 for context. Um, But again, the main reason we are doing this is to encourage men to find something like this experience for themselves. Whether, like I said, it's community, whether it's uh, an event they go to, whatever it is. um, And just understand that men need something like this. You need a weekend, a whatever, not necessarily to go off and get hammered or whatever but a purposeful, intentional weekend to remind yourself of who you are as a man, what you're fighting for as a man, how to fight, how to fail, but then how to get back up and keep fighting. Because that's the main reason most bad things happen is because men stop fighting. Mm. Um, anyways, so uh, so we're going to continue up, but we're going to, Tyson wanted to kick us off with some stories. Mm. So yeah. we were talking about... Um, at the end of the last episode, we were kind of talking about the uh, the one gentleman who was pulling on the uh, Dustin. Dustin Dustin Kane. What was that Dustin. game even called? Harness, Harness pull. Harness pull. Thank Harness you. Harness pull. Yeah. Um. So the the game. Okay. Cocaine. So, okay. That's his nickname. Yeah. His name's Dustin Kane. But okay. his he played he, free safety, free safety at, at Arkansas uh, oh, SEC, which and, is SEC's the yeah. highest caliber Division One conference. Yeah. So they just dubbed him Cocaine. Well, you can imagine who did. It was the yeah, yeah. you know the the, the, boys the, bro- the brothers, the, brother, <laughs> the, the Southern brothers. <laughs> yeah, his last name was Kane. They're like because he's a white boy. Cocaine, white boy, white boy running four three five past everybody. Yeah, dude's a beast. Okay, so Tyson, kick us off. So. Because we can talk about different things, but Tyson had a great idea. Let's talk about some stories. Like, like what, should I put ever this, all this in context for you so you can imagine what's happening and everything else? So go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Talk about some, talk about stories. I want to have some fun here. And so with each team, uh, well, I wouldn't say each team, but most of the teams I've noticed have a chant. Yep. And uh, usually the captain comes up with a chant or co captain, whoever. Team, yeah. And I'm just curious. I got to know. Because before we go into your guys' chance and like <laughs> the why behind it and this what it's it means, good. yeah, yeah, uh, like when the men give a shout, it's like a biblical thing, mm. like before mm. they go into battle or yeah. whatever. God says like give a shout, give like a war cry right before they go into battle, and something happens that like unifies the men. Oh, 100 percent. And uh, it also intimidates the uh, the opponent yeah. that they're gonna they notice. Well, what's the what's the uh, the poly thing? The haka? Yeah, yeah. So like, it's like Paul, a war Paul cry. And Asians, a war yeah, thing, they right? they do the haka, which is a dance and like a war cry right before they go into battle. Yeah, there's something there that that it unifies the guys and it's powerful. It's a powerful yeah. power. I think it's time. what inspired them to do that. I, yeah, that was is it? what. Wasn't wasn't the hockey? Yeah. yeah, but I was just curious for warlords and uh, remnants. What was your guys's chant? And like, can you give me like the story behind it? How so you guys came up with that? Yeah, That's great. I so, love it. Yeah, no. Great. So what? The, okay, so real fast. I, I'm so, sorry. Go ahead. BJ's the captain of the warlords. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Tyson's the captain of Sons of Judah. Yep. And I was the captain of the remnant. So, anyways, go ahead, go ahead BJ. So for warlords, um, so my ten year old. This is this will be his fourth year playing tackle football. Nice. 
And he's a guy, stud. He's a he's a he's a damn good um, starting middle linebacker. Nice. And he's built like a little brick shit house. Are we allowed to cuss on Absolutely. here? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Brick shit house, right? <laughs> and he's just got the he's got this like bubble butt, right? He's got the thick lot, thick thighs like like I he's did ten. growing up. <clears throat> But, uh, and I think I've, I've showed Tyson some videos of him, you know, over the course of the year. But anyways, and what's really funny is that uh, Tyson brought that up about the Polynesians. He's got two kids on his team. This will be his third year playing with them. One's called um, Dyson and the other one's called Chris, but their last names are Polynesian names. Samoa or whatever. Yeah, they usually got so, like five or six vowels. Yeah, like it's hard to put on Yours is like the simplest one. It's hard to fit on the football jersey. It yeah. really is, like on the back of the jersey, but... Anyways, these two guys lead their team in a chant at beginning of the year. And it's one of these because they're the two best defensive players. Austin's probably the third, but these guys are way bigger than Austin because uh, they're on the line. And Austin can't be on the line because he's he's not a, a X amount pounds. And Austin, you know, fills A gap, B gap, whatever. And is just, you know, with they can't make the tackle. Austin. Anyways, these guys are they're really good footballer players. And they got, they got a, a bright future if they stick with it and they get better. But... Needless to say, I think it was last year or two years ago, Chris got in the middle of the football team, or Dyson, one of them, did, and said, who's got my back? And then they all, the whole team said, we got your back. And he'd say it like three times, and then he'd go into some like Polynesian chant. I was like, oh, I like that. Nice. So when I got named captain nice. yeah. two years ago... And it was also that, and then you had the you had the old like Under Armour commercials of like we must protect this house kind of thing. So I uh, I, I remember like yeah, feeling yeah. and that's good envisioning something of that nature that is going to one inspire, two just draw some just draw some ish out of guys of like mm. I'm I'm done sitting on the sidelines. I've now got to scream. I've got to get my voice out. Yeah, yeah. There's something about those chants, man. That yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like the background of it. Um, and then obviously throwing like Sweet Lake City in there, uh, which we don't even say warlords in our chant, but uh, maybe I'll add that next year. But <laughs> I think everybody loved it. And again, like that, um, and you know, you guys know this because both of y'all's chants are great as well, but it's just that galvanization mm. where it just galvanizes your, your group in such a, a dramatic, positive way. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's like watching a, a movie. Yeah, it's and it and it takes you back to Denzel Washington yelling at his players and remember the Titans takes you back to yeah, yeah. some sort of sports movie to where you're just it just came out of you Rudy Rudiger you know you know going over Newt Rockney's speech in the middle of the Notre, Notre Dame locker room things of that nature and that's what I just loved about our our champ. Yeah, I would say yeah. like <laughs> hearing both of your teams' chants like when you guys are doing it. Yeah, when you guys are doing your chant because before conference I saw a video. That yeah, yeah, it was recorded of you guys doing it, and it was like posted on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. and I gotta admit, I, I was like intimidated. I was like, "Dang, man, really? Like they're bringing it, yeah, Damn. because Love. there's something about it, man. There's, <laughs> yeah, there it's unified, it's powerful, mm. and so like your guys, and then when you guys do it in person, it it literally intimidates teams. We can always tell the teams that. Like maybe they have a chant, but they don't give a crap about it, or the people that don't have a yeah. chant or whatever, right? Like, yeah. Like I remember talking of stories, and then I'll then I'll, I'll go. Um, is so my team this year? My team was built a little differently, and um, we. The funny thing is, is I was looking back at the games. We we did like 30, 32 games, 32. right? And uh, 
we didn't do too hot like in our win column, so to speak. Um, but I was keeping track of the games mentally, like how much we lost by. And it was actually pretty close for the most part, you know, like um, I definitely think we could have pulled out another five, 10 wins. Um, but what was interesting is it galvanized my team because they started to win, right? We got into a role and we started to win. Um, and they were like, one of the guys came up to me who's, he's a very interesting guy. Um, and he's just like, he's like, I like winning. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> dude, on. it feels good. Um, and this year we had that cool. You feel like you'd never probably heard that. You're, you, that's what Those I'm words would never come out of that guy's mouth. Yeah, yeah. And then like, even again, like going back to the last episode, like even in me, who's not so this competitive person, like it just, it does feel good to win. It, it just does. does. But then obviously knowing all the other things that go along with it. But like, I remember getting the bullets, right? When you, when you got a bullet, bullet casing and I'd hold up the bullet case, like, I'm like, it's another one or whatever yeah. it was, right? Yeah. And they would do a chant every single time. I'm like, and I'm like, after a while, I was like, holy crap. I was like, I'm getting over this, but, <laughs> but they loved it. So that's all that mattered. So, um, Okay, so real fast, say what your your chant is, BJ. So, Warlord's chant. Yeah, what is your, you just kind of run through. You don't have to like do the whole, whole oh, yeah, thing, yeah. but just kind of. I already of, know your chant. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> who's got my back? I we say that, you. and then everybody <laughs> says, got we got back. your back. And then I say, who's got my back again? They say, we got your back. And then I slow it down, Ooh. which I did this year this year to make it like kind of more intentional. It was right? nice. It was, yeah, and that I was a, said, such a good who's touch. got my back? We got your back. And then I um, and then I just I went three two one Sweet Lake City, and then I get hoorah, which I don't know if right, you guys have seen the movie. Yeah. It's from Sin of the Woman, so no, Al Pacino no. in Sin of the Woman, who was a blind guy, and okay. I think he might have won the Academy Award for it. I can't remember, but it was a spectacular performance. Blind guy, you know, gets a, a mentor or a, a like a temp who is Chris O'Donnell at a young age, and anytime. Al Pacino said something like cool or like he thought he had kind of won the argument, yeah. he would always go, hoorah. <laughs> <laughs> so I added that tag onto the end of it. Oh, man. I have to tell you something funny about that. Okay, so, um, yeah, so my, uh, uh, so my team name is The Remnant, and the our chant is based around that. Where, so like The Remnant, meaning we are the last remaining people of civilization, a battle battalion, whatever it is, right? It can mean kind of anything, but it's like the last remaining um, or the people that are kind of set apart. In the Bible, it talks about having a remnant and it's the people that are kind of set apart um, that, you know, not to say that they're worthy, but just that are dedicated and all this kind of stuff. So anyways, so that was where our team name came from. My co-captain has done the majority of this stuff. He's, he's fantastic. Um, but he came up with the name because we were going to call ourselves Sweet Lake Studs at first and like the original logo was a That's guy gay. flexing well the funny thing is the original That's logo gay. was a guy flexing with cupcakes as muscles and I was like wrong with that. I loved it muscles yes I was like this oh, is no. hilarious and then oh, everybody's no. like no wait can I say something real quick <laughs> yeah, so my <laughs> sweet like studs <laughs> so, so my, the first time I went to Emerge I was on a San Diego team right yeah, yeah. and our team slogan was hey <laughs> like completely gay and feminine and our shirt was just pink. We're like, we were, our jerseys were all pink. We had a pink flag, and it was just, hey. What was the team name? I don't even know. I, <laughs> I probably well, blocked you, it out. You ever heard the joke? What do gay What do gay cows say? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, needless to say, yeah. we got whooped. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, so that's kind of the theme of our of our team. 
And then so our chant is based around that same kind of concept. The funny thing is the chant almost sounds like the Marine chant, like for the army, which is kind of funny, uh, ironic. But that was that. That was it. So the whole chant is just based around that, um, you know, the we are special, we are whatever, right? Um, so yeah, that was it. So our chant is, because um, uh, I remember our first year's chant, right? Whatever it was. Yeah, you I, switched it up. But I remember the um, the original Salt Lake chant. Oh, I, I don't remember what it was, but I remember the... Sketch? Yeah, from Sketch and uh, Q. Q. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, we, do a like a, past, we did yeah. like a we did like a blat 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 or something like yeah. that. It was something weird. So, anyways, um, so yeah, so our chant was just super simple, but it ended up sounding like kind of the Marine chant. And I think it goes, uh, I can never remember the order. I have to always remember it. But it's like, who are we? Um, uh, the few. Who are we? The chosen. Who are we? The remnant. Who who who? Uh, but I remember after watching yours, and you slowed <laughs> it down at the end. I was like, I'm stealing that. Yeah. So we didn't do it. We didn't do it when we were there. When we got back, we had our last little team meeting and we did it. So, uh, you know, who are we? The few, who are we? The chosen. Before the last one, I'd be like, who are we? And then oh, we man. Run it. Dude, I was like, damn. I was like, that's the ticket. I was like, BJ had, <laughs> he had something good there. Yeah, yeah. I would so, say with BJ, I mean, like your guys is, is awesome. And honestly, and sorry, Sons of Judah, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I, I, I feel like we don't have the best sounding chance but you know we're powerful Dude, you know we I, believe you in say it. that but everybody loves your freaking chance it's so well, simple what, I, what I love yeah. about it is that not only like i mean and i get your point tyson of like how it can be intimidating to somebody else but i listen to y'all's and y'all's and i it, I, I thought it just pumped up my team even more yes wow. within salt lake city yes. because we see you guys as yeah you family let, yeah now i know the other whatever gazillion teams are family and everybody's a family but you know what i mean yeah like we yeah. live here this is our this is our town this is this is our church this is our community yeah so i i made a point to be like listen to theirs and let it pump you up let it yeah. fuel your wow. fire and you wow. guys keep beating us so that's besides <laughs> the point well tug of war was a I think I, we're I, all we're, even here. We're going to talk about that okay. in a minute. But okay. Go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah. I was so minus two players this year. <laughs> <laughs> and you so still yeah. beat us. <laughs> so talk about your talk about yours, Tice. Oh, yeah. So, well, there's such a swagger with uh, the captain and when he's leading the chant. Yeah. Because everyone's surrounded by him or everyone's surrounding him. He's in the middle and he's pumping up his guys and people walking by will like, take a look over yeah. and they'll see this guy in the middle. You're just the, starting to become legendary to the I captain. Like. And yeah. he's just leading his guys. Like we're about to go mess some fools up. And, uh, before I tell my chant, I, I would say that with BJ's, how he slowed it down. I know it was such a, it touch. reminded me when I was playing college football, uh, we played, uh, Eastern Washington, which they were a phenomenal team. Their quarterback was Vernon Adams and they had Cooper cup oh, okay. uh, on the team. And uh, these guys just were, they were beating um, FBS schools, University of Washington, Oregon. They were just whooping on these schools. And uh, I remember the fourth quarter, we were tied up. And Vernon Adams, he's the quarterback, the leader of the team. And then Cooper Cup was kind of like the next leader. He gets out on the field right in front of our team, about like 50-yard line. He wasn't like right up in front of our team. But they started, the DJ at the stadium started playing just this, thug rap song and he started just breaking it down and like taunting us like y'all are done 
yeah. there was this and this whole team behind him, all of the Eastern Washington Eagles or whatever. They 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 all just started like swinging, and they're like, oh, <laughs> and we were like, oh what? man, like there was just so much sweat, and you saw the leader leading that, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so with their, with their uh, rhythm, yeah. well, we can talk about our own little yes. going back and forth. Yeah. Well, with BJ's when he slowed down the chant, he's like, who's got my back? Yeah, I, it just reminded me like. Ooh, there's some swagger awesome. there. There's yeah. some, and, and I mean, props to this team, man. They went out and did some work. Uh, but so for my chant, like it was super simple. And the profound thing with my team was the name Sons yeah. of Judah. Yeah, it was such, and, such a great name. Uh, there's so much meaning behind it, and I'm not going to get into all okay. that. I will never repeat this again. I don't know what it is, but I see some of the team names. I'm like, what? What? What is that? Blind? Mean? Like, <laughs> what? What is this? Sorry, yeah. keep going. Yeah, I see yeah. Sons of Judah. I'm like, all right. It, yeah. This is a church conference. Why are you the Yetis? <laughs> There's a team out there called Team No Name. <laughs> team No Name. But they, 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 beat, they took fourth. Did they, they really? They took fourth. Do they have No Name Saloon up in Park City? Is uh, yeah, that maybe. They're, <laughs> they're all just drinking whiskey. Uh, but yeah, so for my, our, the name is profound. And like we explained why we're the sons of Judah. And every guy like picked up and they're like, yep. yeah, that, that's us. And so with my chant, we're just reinforcing who we are. And so we start out just making some noise and getting rowdy. We're like, hey, and we all start clapping and kind of getting hyped up. And then I just say, sons of, and then they say, Judah. And I say, sons of, Judah, sons of, Judah. And then I end it with, let's go. And then everyone goes, oh, and that's so it. Good. It's, it's so pretty good. simple, but it's just reinforcing hey, yeah. who we are and what we represent and how we yeah. are, how we, how we, Go about life as men. Yeah. Simplistic yeah. is great. Yeah. And yours is good because so it great. ramps so well because of the, the yeah. clapping, right? It just, yeah. <laughs> the good thing, though, about like the practicality of it is when you're in the midst of the games and you're exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes your guys just want to do the chant. The yeah. guys who haven't been playing very much, they got all this breath and, and they want to do all yeah. You're yeah. winded and they're like, come on, let's do it. And you're like, <laughs> you guys <laughs> <did> it. Yeah. <laughs> I literally like I literally felt like John when you were smoking bomb <laughs> weed <laughs> trying out for the soccer team. Like, no capacity. And so I'm just yeah. like, you do it. You, you lead it. And they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I have I had guys that just like they kept running up and they kept wanting to do it. And I was like, do it, dude. Like run with it. Like yeah. and just and yeah. empower them. Yeah, it's it it works great, and it's such a fun like addition, and it just goes to the power of everything that we're talking about because it's all it's every single piece coming together to complete this weekend experience, and it's just awesome. It's just awesome. So, uh, I for, I was saying we should talk about something else. But we got to dive stories. into the to the games, like the competition. Okay, so the games. Stories. Let me preface the games. So. The games, like I mentioned in the last episode, the games take place for, you know, I think about four hours on Friday. And there's a there's a, a competitive element. You know, there's there's winners, losers. Everybody takes a place, all that kind of stuff. There's a trophy and all that, all that stuff. Well, it's also happen. Thursday night, too. Thursday night. Thursday too, sorry, night yes. and then Friday. Um, and so there's a competition element to it. And that just helps kind of, re, again, reinforce the weekend. All, all these pieces come together. It helps get guys there that wouldn't normally go. Right. So it's a bit of an outreach moment, you know, from a Christian standpoint. Um, and it just, the games just really help unlock people because we don't ever, I think for the most part, like it's not necessarily going out there like you have to win. It's like we just want you to lay it all on the line. 
And that's that's probably one of my favorite parts is watching, telling a guy he's going to play the game. And he's like, what? I'm like, no, you're going to play this game. And then like, I get to take them aside for, you know, 20 seconds. And I like do my best coach speech and then send them in. And then to watch the guys try, like there's a guy that this year was, he's, you can tell he's not athletic, all these things, which again, no, nothing against him. But he got in there. He did one of the games. He did uh, the game where he had to hold somebody and pull him across the line or carry him across the line. Um, and he fell a couple times, all this kind of stuff. But he got back up. He kept running. Um, and I just, I was like screaming at him to keep going, all this kind of stuff. And he came up to me afterwards. He's like, you will never know how much that meant to me. Mm. And I'm just like, yep. There's my little, my, my good shot, yeah, right? Yeah. Or I hit it. And I'm yeah. just like, it just, it just gets in your soul. So, yeah, no doubt. so, okay. So the games, so this year, Crazy games, uh, you do, we did the same 10 games. We rotated three times each game, I think, some, or nine games. Nine games. Um, yeah. But the one of the best games that happens Thursday night, as Tyson mentioned, is Tug of War. And it's a staple at Emerge. Um, and it's just chaos. And it's just, like you said, 3,000-ish guys all competing, all doing the standard Tug of War. Um, and Tyson's team is, like, legendary at it. Uh, so did you have a story from it that you wanted to tell? No, I mean, it's best seven men. You put on your big boys, seven versus seven, and you just pull until yeah, whoever I wins. Did, I did think it sucked this year from the standpoint of why are we playing each other? There's yeah, that was 50, interesting. Four other, well, yeah. was, uh, 51 other teams, right? Yeah, they must have split it by campus or region or something. It just doesn't make Must have been. Sense. I yeah. thought, I didn't think, because we're all from Salt Lake. We're traveling down there. I thought I would not see you guys in tug of war. Yeah. But I saw... Just Both us. of you. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. I don't want to go against you guys. I know, right? Yeah, that that part kind of sucked because you're right. We're so close, right? Like, I did like the round robin though of you know have those have the teams in a pool. Yep. And everybody goes against everybody. And you got a chance for five bullets or you whatever. Case so bullet, I thought yeah. that was I thought that made a lot of sense. Yeah, that one definitely made sense. And uh, to be honest, like I thought going into that that my team was going to just completely clean house really well we had we had to play we had five line in our grouping as well that's who dustin beat five line oh. the big the big white two x football players oh, yeah yeah five okay. lion is they hands down the best at tug we so last year sons of judo went yeah, against them right. in the guys, championship yeah that's right yeah and they just completely demolished so us. we had, we had i think we had a pretty tough draw from a tug of war standpoint, then yeah, 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 and uh, I, I honestly thought we were going to clean house, though. I was like, okay, I know we can whoop the Salt Lake teams, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, man, we so first game we go up against is Boise, yeah, and Boise is a powerhouse, man. First time ever at Emerge because they're a new campus and they play seventh. They had seventy-two the, people on their team. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. I mean, Pastor Colin is yeah, and he's yeah. Anyway, so yeah. we go up against them, and it's a battle. We ended up beating them, which was awesome. But it lasted like two minutes or something. Oh my gosh, so. our guys were dead. And then uh, after that, like I, 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 I felt like we had our confidence because even though we were tired, we're like, okay, if we beat yeah. Boise, like we're gonna clean house now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we go up against uh, Warlords, <laughs> and Warlords <laughs> was doing good. I think you guys had lost just one. We were one and one. One and one. Going against you guys. Yeah, and we go up against you guys, and I honestly thought, BJ, I was like, they're done for. Like, we're going to clean you guys (laughs) in probably 10 seconds. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh. Like, right when they say go, it was harder than Boise. 
Really? And they have cocaine, Dustin Kane <laughs> up front with a freaking bro tank on. <laughs> just, was he? Yeah, just. Look intimidate some people. Yeah, and he's Go just. get it, cocaine. <laughs> he's just leading the pack. And I, <laughs> we got dragged. We got dragged and uh, lost to Warlords. And did we all had a similar record, didn't we? It was like three and two or two yeah, and three. We were two and three. You three guys three, were three, three and two. two. Okay. Yeah. But we didn't have, I didn't have Walt and I didn't have Mike Snyder. Which both have apologized profusely for not I being. Mike it. was going to go. He was. He said he couldn't make it. Oh, okay. Um, work wise, but and Walt had his tests in at NYU and in uh, Manhattan. So and I and I get that. I mean, I, I totally get that. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, no, it was awesome. And then we go up against. Uh, after we lost to Warlords, I'm like, crap, crap. Like we need to humble up. <laughs> and then we go up against uh, the Remnant. Remnant, and right before uh, we're about to pull john comes up to me and he's like hey this is for all the bragging rights <laughs> and i was like shit <laughs> and he's like oh yeah and so i look at my guys i'm like and this is our last one i'm like hey destroy them just destroy <laughs> them and, and very, you guys did. And safe you guys to did. say we yeah it was you it wasn't won. too hard no it was awesome it was yeah. fun it is, it is it is a lot of fun but here's the thing that was uh we beat remnant and then we lost to you guys, but Remnant beat you guys. Correct. And so it was just like this. We went back to camp, and we we're all like, "That was kind of cool." Yeah, <laughs> like, I know it was cool. It was. It was. It was kind of sucked that we did face each other, but it was kind of fun that like we all still got to like have that connection. And, it was a great. It was yeah. a great start. It was a great beginning to you know a precursor to you know how the games would go and just and just everything in general, right? I mean, it, I know we can get off on tangents on the games, which you know we should. Um, Obviously, tug of war kind of kind of spearheads it because it is the the most it is the first one and it's kind of the the main one. But I, you know, at the end of the day, just how remarkably well I thought everything went this yeah, year, yeah. and yeah. that that's what we want our audience to know is that yeah, the games are amazing and the worship and every but just the camaraderie that I saw. You know, you got your. We all have our few bad apples. It's like going to a country club. You're going to have a dick. You're going to have some prick. <laughs> but 95% of the people are pretty good people. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I just I just think that it needs to be said. Yeah, it was, just, it was, and, it was, and y'all's thoughts on that, because I thought it was just, I thought it was so, it was night and day above what we did last year. Yeah. Like, the games can be pretty chaotic, as BJ is saying. This year was great. And it's always great to see guys start to step up. Like, yeah, I want to get in there. Or like when you start calling people up to the line that you wouldn't normally call, they're like, uh, you're like, right. no, get in there. Like, yeah. Go pull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fun. Okay. So, uh, what about, tell me your guys' favorite story or memory, whatever, from the games. Hmm. From the games. From the games. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, you've seen the video. I'll send you the video tonight, John, of, of dust in the harness pull, just because you can just see like this galvanization's camaraderie. Yeah come over my entire team uh, of just what it was. And then I'll say this, our last our last game was the relay up the hill, up the road. Mm. So whatever that was, eight or nine or whatever. Everybody's tired, everybody's worn out. <clears throat> Dustin's running first leg, I'm running second leg. Colton's running last leg. And I think it was Abe or, or whoever our 50 and older was running the, anyways, Ashton Mimic comes to me like before our second to last game, which was the building the bridge thing. So we went from eight to nine or, or nine to eight to seven. I think that's what it was, right? Of the sequence. 
and he go, he had brought a friend of his to emerge for the first time. Oh, really I quiet didn't know that. guy. Uh, his name is I can't remember his name. That's terrible. But anyways, super nice kid, fifteen year old kid. Hmm. Ashton comes up to me. His name Ashton. is Tyson. I remember. I think it is. I it's think Tyson. it was Tyson. Yeah. You're right. Comes up to me and and Ashton's starting no, to get Kyson. vocal. Kyson. 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 That was it. That was it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he comes up to me and he goes. BJ, can you put... So what we did, we staggered it to where Dustin ran the farthest, then I ran the second farthest, and then... And so Colton was literally from here to the door yeah. of just Wasn't finishing the last leg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And running like four yards. And he comes up to me and says, Kyson hasn't done anything. He hasn't been in one game. He's been carried on the carry thing, the 20-person carry thing. And he said, can we put him in that last leg? and take Colton out wow. of the 17 and I said, absolutely. So I pulled Colton aside. I said, Hey buddy, you're out. You've done enough. Cause Colton was our 17 and under stud, right? He yeah, did a great job. A bunch, yeah. Um, and so here's this guy, you know, here's Kyson, you know, right there at the end, Dustin's hauling ass with this, whatever it was, 10 pound weight, we had to carry and then myself and, and then, you know, and we won. Nice. And this guy got like, he had the smile on his face guys. That was just so, Neat to see. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, kind of like to my point of, you know, the golf shot kind of analogy, I guarantee you that makes him come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of, of just that, that emotion that he experienced, especially being the last game and you get that last bullet casing and you go back to your camp feeling really good about, you know, the rest of the evening and into Saturday. Um, that, was, that was pretty damn special. Yeah. So that's fine. Man, I have a similar one to that. Because you can go off on the the big boy, you know, like oh, yeah, yeah. Lilo, Dragon <laughs> Fools. And, <laughs> like those are always so fun to see. Um, but one of the guys on my team, Nathaniel Ornelia. Nice. Uh, he super fast guy. He's a pretty skinny, light guy. He cuts he, my hair. He, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Great barber. Great yeah. barber, by the way. And uh, he was on my team, and he's been a part of our church for a long time. Yeah. I mean, he's from San Diego. Yeah, three years almost, probably. Well, I mean, he's from San he's Diego. From San Diego and so, I mean, oh, I mean, from that sense, yeah, 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 yeah. Like our church family for, I mean, probably oh. over ten years. I mean, and uh, so he's been to emerge. I think he said ten times. Yeah, like this was his tenth emerge. And I told my team, I said, "Hey, we're here to win." I was like, however. All the competitions aren't just for the big, bulky, tallest guy. Yeah. There are competitions for the fast, the speedy, you know, the guy who can throw agile, agile, agile. whatever. I'm like, you will play. I was like, and the big guys, they won't play in those ones. Sure. I was like, just do the best when you're in. And so I found the guys who were the big boys, and I found, you know, the quick, speedy guys. And I just said, all right, these are the games you guys are going to be in, these are the ones that you guys aren't going to be in. It's like, but you will play and we're going to, you go do your best. You're gifted in that. And so all of our guys got to play some of them more than others, but everyone did get to compete. And we utilized Nathaniel where he was good at. And we won every single one that he was in. Nice. And just our whole team rallied around. You know, we were holding up the bullet casing like, let's go. And just like, I was going up to Nathaniel. I'm like, dude, great job. Just championing him and celebrating him. And after conference, he came up to me and he said, hey, man, I just want to say thank you because I've been to 10 emerges and this by far 
was the most fun. Mm. Wow. Most fun. Wow. And the conferences are usually always the same, you know, like the speakers, the worship, but the game, when you get your guys in there and you utilize them for what they're good at yeah. and their strength and you celebrate them, win or lose, it does something, man. Yeah. You know, it yeah. speaks something that's, like you said. Strikes a chord. Yeah. They're, they'll be thinking about that years down the road. That one race that they won and everyone, the whole team was just cheering them on. Yeah. And so that was the coolest story when it comes to the games. It was just seeing out of all the 10 years, man. Because it made me think, I was like, I wonder what teams you were on in the past. Seriously. And did they actually put you in and see you for what you were good yeah, at? Probably yeah. not. Or did they just kind of overlook you? Yeah. And I think it might have been that case. Yeah. So. Yeah, I had uh, I had just a crazy mix of guys this year. So um, last year, I had four or five like gym rats that were just like yeah. yoked to the gills, super in shape. The golden boys. The golden boys, I kept calling them. <laughs> um, I had two army vets on my team. Like it just... Uh, it was just a very different team. And this this year, um, like two of the arm, two of the people in the military actually got deployed. I was, anyway, so the team was just very different this year. And I had I had the gamut. I had the gamut of of guys on my team. Um, and uh, and I remember there was it was the seventeen and under that like all our campus as a whole. We didn't have a lot of young guys this yeah. year. Uh, and uh, one of my guys actually wasn't going to go. Then decided to go, brought his 17 younger son, and his then brought his friend, um, which was great. So uh there was a couple moments. Uh, but the the one moment is was this kid who uh he was just going through like he was just going through a ton, like so much sickness in his family, all these things, just you just could tell the weight of the world. I'd never met the kid before, it was just on his shoulders. And uh, obviously being 17 under, like he had to complete in a lot of the games. And I remember it was the, like the farmer carry game where you had to carry the hundred pound weight, mm -hmm. right? And you had to relay back and forth. Um, and every single time, like he went in, uh, I would say, hey, this is for so-and-so who's sick in your family, mm. right? Like, and you could tell like he would just like, because he would look down a lot, right? Because you could tell, like he said, except the weight of the world is just on his shoulders. And he would like look up and he'd be like, okay, okay. And uh, this was, I think, the first game that he was in. And, uh, and it's so fun to watch guys compete because, like, they just, the guys that you wouldn't think would go all out start to go all out. So at the end, you have to carry, so it's like a, I don't know, what is it, 10 yards maybe? Yeah, it it's like not that far. Yards, eight yards. Yeah, so, so you're carrying, but it's a 100-pound weight. You have to carry to one side, you carry back to the other, and it's back and forth. So, and the last little leg is this kid, and he picks up the weight, and we are like neck and neck with this other team. And he's running with the weight. And he's not like a massive kid, but he takes the weight and he dives with it across <laughs> the finish line. It's and we have a video of it. That was like our Dustin moment. That's awesome. And, and someone happened to be recording it. And like I, and I remember, because it was like, that's, it was after that that we started to win. Mm. And because before that, the guys were like, yeah, okay, whatever. Right? You're kind of figuring out the rhythm and you're, you know, kind of doing all these things. Um, but I just will never get the because he did a the other part of that was so many of the games that this kid was in, because I would go up to him right before and I'd be like, hey, this is for so and so. This is why you're here. This is because as you were saying in the last episode, Tyson, it's like what's funny is people may hear this and be like, oh, they're talking about winning games. Like it's so much not about the game. Yeah. It's about because like we keep saying, it's like it's a blink of an eye and it's over. Yeah. But what are you doing when you go back home? 
mm. and you're, you know, for this kid, when you're facing school, when you're facing your home life, when you're doing all these things. Yeah. And maybe some of these kids don't have great home lives or whatever it is, um, or you're a young married man or whatever the situation may be. And it's a moment for these people, these kids, these whoever, these men to have a slice of like, oh, like this is what it's like to be feel alive again. To, mm. to have a chance of winning, to have yeah. a chance of someone cheering my name. It's good. You were talking about like, and it's all these things wrapped into it. And that's why the games are so awesome. Anyways, so every single time he competed, uh, and I don't think he lost because every single time he got up there, I'd make sure that he would not forget. But the other really fun one was, so we have a, a, a pastor in our, in our church who's just like a super funny guy. Uh, everybody <laughs> yeah. loves him. He's always cracking jokes, yeah. right? <laughs> It's I had that video too. Yeah, yeah. That was a great one. What's funny is for all of us, the favorite game was the harness pull because it happened one at a time and your whole team got to get in there real close and cheer on the other team, all this other kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, and this pastor, we're just like, hey man, you're going to do this harness pull. And, uh, and he's like, okay. And he's just like this, you know, lovable yeah. guy. You wouldn't think anything of it. He calls me Bobby Jack. <laughs> he calls you Bobby Jack? Of course he does. <laughs> Um, and then he gets in there and like, Bobby it was, Jack. it was, <laughs> it was one of the best pulls. Um, he didn't end up winning, but like, he didn't give up. Everybody was cheering him on. Like he was like digging into the ground and like try and win and let, and what's fun is like the other Salt Lake teams. I, did you arrive too? Cause I think you guys were there. Yeah, we were there. We yeah. Were, we were in front of you. I think okay. you, you were just left. in the middle of, yeah, yeah. Warlords had just yeah, so done that one. We got to run over to the truck pull and then you yeah. know, run all the way to all the way up yeah, the hill. Yeah, yeah. So, was, yeah, yeah. so what's cool is like we would catch each other at different times and we got to like cheer each other on yeah. at different small moments. But so Sons of Judah came up, our teams were there and like, yeah, it was just, it's, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how to explain The it. harness pull was by far I wish I could have seen Lilo best. crushing guys. That would have been. Well, well, with, so to tag onto your story was we had just finished our competition and so we were walking over to the harness pull and we just hear it's just like, you can't see it first because yeah. the guys are down low on the ground and like everyone's circling them and you kind of got to make your way through the crowd and we just hear everyone going rowdy and cheering and I, I, I finally make my way through the crowd and I, I look down and I see this this guy just kind of pulling and I I thought it was a youth. I thought he was like a 17 and under, <laughs> like a big boy, 17 yeah, and under. I'm like, yeah. I'm just staring because your head's, the guy's head's, head's down, down and yeah, I'm like, yeah, his hair is in his face and I'm like, who is that, is that high schooler? I was like, <laughs> It's a big high school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and finally, when the competition ends, he rolls over, and I was like, "Oh, it's our pastor." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome, man. Yeah, <laughs> cool. If, to see. There's yeah, there's so many like little moments like that. That one. Uh, did you guys have another one in particular? I mean, uh, with I mean, with the harness pole for my team, it was there was two cool stories. Um, first off, Lilo. <laughs> Lilo is like 360 pounds of pure Angus beef. Yeah. Like that's the pure mass. Yeah, he's just <laughs> ma his. So he was wearing these Angus boots beef. at the uh, <laughs> conference. So and I remember looking, I was walking behind him and his calves looked like thighs. Yeah. yeah. Like he's he, a just dude. a big, dense ball. Like yeah. immovable obstruction. Yeah. 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 He's a tank. He's a tank. And so during the harness wars, you know, it was a struggle to get the harness on him and they, they yeah. get it on and him. And he's, he's Tongan? He's Tongan. Okay. Yeah, he's Tongan. And the guy he would go against was, you'd look at just him and you'd be like, oh, wow, super strong. Yeah, that, that's going to be a tough battle. And they would look at Lilo and you could just kind of see 
this defeat in their eyes. Like mm, they, they already oh, yeah. kind of knew, like, I can't oh, move that way. Yeah, I can't move. And Lilo would just get down. And so when he got on all fours, his it just his posture changed. You're like, whoa, he looks even more like Does bear-like. And, yeah. And right when they that. would say go, I'm not even kidding you. It was like a tank that just beep. <laughs> just slow moving. Not, not in reverse. In <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just going forward. And the guy awesome. that he was going against would just get dragged. <laughs> back, and he's going giving everything he's got. And we are just we're just laughing. Yeah. Like, we're not even cheering. We're just laughing. And even yeah. the other team is laughing. Like they're like, how just, yeah. do you beat that? You <laughs> can't. Awesome. No. <laughs> so that was awesome. And then the other one was uh, in our 50 and older. Uh, we had uh, this new guy. He's a cop at our church, Andy Gates. And he was going up against another like cop guy, military looking. Wait a second. That guy's 50? Yeah, I think he's 50. Holy crap. I don't even know who Andy Gates is. But anyways. Yeah. Anyways, he was going against, yeah, so they Sorry, were going, Andy. and yeah. it looked like G.I. Joe versus G.I. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> and this was for the win, because uh, Lilo had won, and then Yitzhak had lost to this other big boy who looked like Lilo. I was saying, how did he, how did he lose? Yeah, yeah, the guy looked good. like Lilo. Though. That's great. Yeah, he was huge. And uh, so it was the championship to get the bullet to win, and G.I. Joe versus G.I. Joe, and they were just going at it, just back and forth, and it was so intense. I thought I popped a blood vessel because I was yelling so loud. <laughs> And our guy started to lose. And I'm like, oh no, like we need this bullet. And he just found like another gear, something else. And he just like dug down and just came back, dude. Came back and like finally got the ball to win. And just the coolest moment, because you just see him giving everything he's got, all his brothers cheering him on. He wins and we all just pick him up and we celebrate. And I know that he still thinks about this at night when he goes to bed. He lays awesome. down and he's like, that's awesome. As so, he should. Yeah, as he should. He yeah. goes to our church? He goes to our church, yeah. Oh, he moved here from San Diego. He's a cop. Okay, I don't know if I've met him. Hmm. Maybe briefly. Yeah. Okay, so let's... uh let's... one harnessed? Oh, yeah. Do you have another one? No. no. Okay. Just the, dust, so, the Dustin one. Was, yeah. That was a cool harness one. So let's round third. Um, and as uh, captains... What, okay, so I, I have a question, or you guys can pose just your final thoughts. Just, you can wrap it up. I have a question. Um, either we could do, like, uh, where did you think you fail? Where do you think you did good? Uh, maybe some advice you'd give somebody, um, or something else random that's kind of been, you were thinking of or put on your heart towards the end here. I think for me, I probably dwelled in um, maybe... Failure is not the right word for me, and it's almost like something I don't want to even like discuss. If that makes sense, because I thought like the overshadowing nature of, and I'll take credit for it because I I text both you guys and said we're doing this (laughs) of creating this massive circle. Oh yeah, yeah, and creating this environment of context of what pure unity. Yeah, Yeah, sorry. So my idea was to, you know, and it kind of stemmed from, you know, the 12th man, which is, you know, originated in Texas A&M University. Sorry, Seattle Seahawks fans who think that's the 12th man. It's not. <laughs> Texas A&M University has been around since like 1897. So. Wow. <laughs> and it was, it was 12th man of what they do Friday nights before Saturday football games. And um, Tyson, you probably know this as a football player, but, you know, the whole, the whole crowd swings back and forth and <clears throat> they have their 
their chants from freshman class, sophomore class, junior class, senior class. I think it's pretty hokey because I've been to it because I'm not a huge Aggie fan. But anyways, it's super cool, though, at the same time. And then the whole crowd sings their A&M fight song and the whole crowd's moving back and forth. And I just had this vision pop in my head. I think it kind of came to me through a dream of like something that we could do that can really like generate like excitement within our camp. I was like, we got to do this. And I want to show unity because coming off last year, there was jack shit of that. People were mad at each other. We had issues. We had, you know, we had one guy trying to karate kick another guy. We had what? one guy mad at well, it. Doesn't, you guys talk about that yeah. later. <laughs> one guy mad at this. Well, he's not helping clean the chill. You know, how it just, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. there was just, it was just a mess. Yeah, and yeah. the weather made us all in a bad state of mind. And hey, excuses are for the weak minded. Don't make mm. them. Mm. I used to say excuses are for losers. And my wife said, I can't say that anymore because that's really rude, apparently. <laughs> Excuses so are, are for losers. losers. So I came up with excuses are for the weak-minded. Don't make them. Sure. So again, though, I don't want to talk about the excuses. So I, I wanted to kind of create some sort of thing that's really going to, uni- you know, have some, some, some unity within our entire campus. Uh, and that's why I reached out to you guys about doing this massive circle on Friday morning, the biggest day of Emerge. We have the games, man. the 12th man, here we come. And just and just bring in this fire around our campfire that that guys can just carry that with them throughout the day. Then mm. when we know you're, you know, because we all knew we we're going to be doing 27 games. And, you know, when you got to that 24th game, you were going to be able to fight through mm-hmm. and say, oh, man, I remember that this morning that it just it gave me this this fierceness and this power just to to keep going. And obviously you guys were on board with that. And, you know, when I let off, you guys picked up like right where I like it was just it was it was like we were running a relay Mm. and I was just handing the baton off. Yeah. yeah. And you guys picked it right up. And just I thought just the emotion of that entire morning and the entire group was really, really cool. I wish we could have recorded it. Yeah. Well, my idea, unfortunately, Wes wasn't there because wasn't Wes having a baby, too? Yeah, Yeah. 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 So my idea was to get Wes to have his drone fly over and yeah, to yeah, record yeah. it. Yeah, that would have been cool. Because that would have been something cool to send back to like headquarters and be like, put this on your promo. I know, right? Like this would be really neat. Even like a four second blurb. Yeah. But anyways, that didn't. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so that was your biggest win, potentially. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, again, like we could talk about failures and things like that. But, we don't have to. Um, I'm just... Um, I mean, there's there's small things, no doubt, sure. that I feel as a captain, I I could have done better. I, I I intentionally want to go into a merge with the idea to not get upset or mad at anybody. Yeah, and just to have a super open mind. And I thought I did a great job of that because yeah. we all know that it is very easy to get mad at. A lot of personalities. A lot of a lot of people or certain things. Whatever it might be. I think, you know, read between the lines. But and and you have to overcome that and you have to compartmentalize it and you have to set that aside and set the ego aside for your of yourself and be like, okay, I can't, I can't go to that level. I've got to lead by example here to where these guys go home. And I think this is kind of like the nature of what we've all been talking about tonight, that these guys go home and say, 
holy shit, can these next 364 days go really fast? Because I can't wait to get back yeah, to yeah. that atmosphere and that experience and hopefully that leader, yeah, hopefully that yeah, captain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But just everything that, you know, that we that we did and the way that we that I thought we ran it. And and that's the way it should be. It shouldn't involve other, it should be us of doing, hey, like this is what we're gonna do. You got a problem with it? Then I'm not the right guy for you. Sure. Sure. And I think that's what we as captains get a really, really neat opportunity to build on mm. and know that we can do better and yeah. know that, okay, yeah, I mean, I couldn't, you know, whatever. Sure. But yeah, we'll learn through those failures. We'll learn through our own excuses um, and, and find a way to, to make next year's emerge even better than this year's. Yeah. That's well said. Yeah. I think for me, uh, there's a lot that goes through your mind as a captain as BJ was just talking about those things. Like it's funny because you can just, as you were talking, I'm like, yep, yep. Yep. Relate, yep. Yeah. Yep. Hear you there. And first off for me, uh, it's a huge honor to be a captain yeah. because I look at the leadership and the quality of men yeah. and Seriously. just this whole church movement and you're starting with Pastor Jurgen, and then it goes down to like our campus pastors. And then from there, you got, you know, the pastors within the church and just high caliber men. And then from that, they pick captains to represent the men for one of the most impactful weekends of our lives. And to be picked as a captain, because that has to get approved by the pastors. Yeah. Yeah. And that, trickles directly down from, you know, Pastor Jurgen, And it, it's a huge honor. And then when I see guys like, yeah. you know, John Yu and BJ, you'll just, I'm like, wow, I get to be a captain. It it really feel, it feels great. But then it also gives me like a huge responsibility to fill. Like, I, I okay, it's time to step up. Sure. And so I always look back on, I always see where could I have done better, Yeah, you know? And I just felt like this year I could have been more prepared. Mm. And last year I had John Lang as my co-captain and wow, that guy is like a workhorse. He's He's, he gets stuff yeah. done. Yeah. yeah, And I was able to rely on that, but I didn't have him this year because he was having a baby. And uh, so I, I just felt like I wasn't as prepared this year. And, you know, my conversations with my team, like the speeches you give, uh, I didn't have... I didn't make the time to wow. prep them. Mm. I, it was sort of uh, when I'll get to it. And then next thing I know, the day's here and I'm prepping a message to share. And so I, I felt like I could have done better, been more effective at communicating to my team. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think what I did well was, uh, I think like our team has just this heart about us. Like we're not the biggest team. We have big boys, but we're not the biggest. We're not the strongest. We're not the fastest. But our whole team, they had this heart to go win. And then they have this, this spirit of victory. Yeah. And it, pers it, it goes beyond me. Uh, I can start that. But I was just so happy that our team bought in. And we were going against teams that honestly should have beat us. But there was just this victorious, overcoming spirit that our team had. So, yeah, that yeah, they yeah. were like, we are going to beat anyone we go against. Yeah. And it was so cool because I didn't even have to like motivate them. They just picked it up and just ran with it. Wow. And it was just like self-working. 
Yeah. Well, it's funny. I remember uh, the first year your team started. Like it was, I wouldn't say it was an afterthought, but it was like a last minute, hey, we're going to put together a third team. And would you end up like 16 guys or something like that that first year? Yeah, we. I think we had, I think we had 15 men. Yeah. And that was the year we had like 40, 30 or 40 people on a team. Uh, and Tyson had half that. Uh, but I remember that was also the year that the games really sucked because it was hot. Yeah, it was Everybody hot. got food poisoning. Yep. Yeah. And you they, guys, they lasted way too long. We were out there until dark. Remember? Yeah. We yeah. didn't even get to finish our last two games. Yeah. It started at like 2 p.m., 3 p.m. Well, remember they had, a, they had like a two-hour delay. Yeah, because yeah. everybody was sick and they were trying to get people hydrated. And Well, some of the teams, they just quit. They just yeah. didn't finish yeah. the games. They're like, we're going back to our campsite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you guys, I remember you guys finished, all that kind of stuff. Um, and you guys did really, really well. But I think it was, the funny thing is, is even though that started maybe not from a good place, the starting of the team and all the, all the things that was happening, it was probably the best thing for your team because it's mm. carried over into every single year because I will never forget that. It's like, you guys are obviously no longer the underdog, but you kind of have that, just like you said, that spirit of of wanting it more than yep. everybody else. And yeah. it's funny how, like you said, you're not the biggest, you're not the strongest, whatever. Um, but you have that piece. And that's honestly something that I want to take into my team next year. So going into my point is I would think the, my biggest win is I was so, it's probably my, again, maybe my biggest win, biggest failure, is I was so focused on including everybody and I didn't push the winning enough when in reality, I think I could have done more of that. Um, and I was, I was super like, I was so glad at the end that everybody participated, everybody got some breakthrough, all that kind of stuff. But we placed really, really low in the overall thing. Placed 47th out of, I don't know, 50, 55 teams. Um, and it, it wasn't even so much the place, but it was like, my team worked so hard there was so much energy that went into it, all that kind of stuff. And it was a gut punch for them. Mm. Like, I'm like, kind of like, whatever. Like, I know what the goal was. And me and my, cap, my, my co-captain talked about it. And we were okay with that. Like, we're no, this was our goal. This is what we set out to do. We succeeded that. But I was like, the team could have, I just wish we would have had more for them. But what it did do is I had several people tell me that next year, like, we're going to win. I was like, okay, <laughs> come on, that's, man. That's Great. the piece that I yep. wanted was the Sun Jejuta. Like, it's the legacy piece. It's like, because like I said, we may not be captains forever, but you want the team to carry on. Like, what's the identity of the yeah. individual team? So true. Um, yeah. And uh, that was the other thing is I actually picked guys that I felt like were kind of on the outskirts and I pulled them into the team knowing that, you know, all the things. So, um, but there were several guys that something changed in them. Something happened. Uh, anyways, so, yeah. So I just, uh, uh, I would honestly say my biggest failure was um, that I didn't take enough time for myself. You guys know, like, we're, we hit the ground and it's like constantly. Yeah. Someone's wanting something from you. Like, you don't stop moving. Right. It's like, it's hard to even just sit down and have a beer or something, yeah. you know? Well, then you have a meeting, a captain's meeting at yeah. 5 a.m. <laughs> 6. 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and we're constantly, and everybody's, you know, wanting something from us or this shifts yeah. or we got to get this going or whatever. Hard to get in line and have the meal. I know, right? Yeah. I missed one meal. Literally, you, the missed, the, you missed the meal? Dude, the first night, my dinner, you want to know what it was? Two beers and a cigar. <laughs> that was my dinner. <laughs> It's just so D much. I, that's all I could grab. Dinner of champions. That's all yeah, I could right? grab. <laughs> it was so much to do and like people to talk yeah. to. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
But I actually remember someone uh, saying something to me as a, a guy who's a pastor in our church and who's been a lot of murder kind of stuff. He's like, don't forget to fight for your own breakthrough. Mm. And I felt like I was better than last year. Last year was even worse. Like I ran myself under the ground last year to just, you know, get everything happened. Um, but I felt like I built my team a little better this year and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I just feel like I could have taken just a few more moments for myself to just, you know, like I, a funny thing is, and again, I will only admit this to you guys. I should have competed in more games because I should have had that chance of being afraid and doing it anyways. Like I did, I competed in, I think one game and then I actually had another opportunity, which was actually kind of funny, um, random story, but we, uh, uh, we were doing the bridge building game. You know, like what's funny is each station had different rules, right? As you guys probably noticed. Mm -hmm. uh, somehow we were counting. The other team said our count was off, right? They were like <laughs> yelling at the ref, all this oh, kind of, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> so then um, then the left ref's like, okay. he's Organized like, chaos, yeah, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. Then the ref was Focus like, okay, your, own count. <laughs> your two captains of your team will run and, you know, uh, whoever runs the relay or, you know, whatever foot race. And so Corey, <laughs> yeah, that was how the deciding. He is. just made a rule. Yeah, it just, so we're like, okay. <laughs> That's so awesome. I was like, all right. I was like, I will. I'll run and you know run against this guy. Um, and I was like getting ready. I was like, I wasn't ready for that, but I was like, I got to do this right for my team. <laughs> and uh, so I get up to go start running, and of course the other captain who was whatever. Uh, he was like, you're not the captain. Oh, I'm just like, bro. I was like, this is my team. He's like, but he was the one that came up. For I was like, he's my games captain. Like it was this whole thing. So anyways, so Corey had to end up running against the guy. But uh, anyways, <laughs> Lord, um, so stupid. but yeah, so I just, cause I, the funny thing is, is that's why I look at you guys. It's like, I, because you guys are taking the opportunity, you know, for your own, your own fighting, your own breakthrough, your own, like, I remember why I do this, you know, laying out in the line, all those kinds of things. So anyways, uh, yeah, that's the episode. Good. That's We're it. Done. Okay. How long was that? Uh, that was about 50 minutes. Hey. Yeah. So we just ripped through two episodes. It's almost 10. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was episode 78. Um, again, like I said before, look for your own community. Look what you can find in your area. Join something, make something, be a part of something. Um, there's so much that's needed from men without men. Society crumbles. It really does. Um, so this was just a fun experience. The three of us got to share. Uh, so, so thank you for listening to it. Check us out on all the social medias. Go to all the places. We out.